whenever you experience things like a pay rise or a bonus or whatever it might be, for some reason, even on that very day you receive it, you will always find a place to spend it. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> what you didn't know you needed to spend money on, no, it becomes <laughs> it becomes right in front of your face when you get a pay rise. Yeah, and you don't you even have it. breathing space to save that pay rise. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing, right? Now, now your, your head is inflated. Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter. I'm all right. I'm very good. Uh, we've had an abysmal summer, right? <laughs> it's, been, it's been raining in terms of, by the way, when I say abysmal, I'm talking about in terms of weather, but I've actually really enjoyed my summer. Um, I've traveled quite a bit as well. So um, I'm really good. I'm really happy and I'm really enjoying myself. How about you, Peter? Yeah, you've also had your your birthday as well, man. But no, I've I've been good, man. We it's all been busy over here on woke finance side as well. Um, on the back of our tournament, little fundraiser that we did uh the other day as well, getting lots of good feedback. Shout out to all of you that's in um engaged with us on Instagram um as well. A few more videos that we're gonna put out there as well from the fundraiser. But now all in all, man, all is good on my side, my bro. Yeah. And and interestingly, um this week I've had some feedback. Um I see people uh, who have engaged with us on Instagram where um, we've posted a few of the videos from some of our guests and attendees and donors of the fundraiser who were asked, you know, what is the one thing that you wish you knew about money or personal finance when you were younger? Many people have messaged me uh, privately, some through Instagram, to tell me what they wish they knew when they were younger. And it's been very interesting to hear their feedback. Hmm. Any any key themes coming up? I think the key thing is just how to uh, understand things like debt, understand mm. that you know credit cards is actually not your money um mm. understanding what taxes are you know understanding what a mortgage is these things and, and being told to save and invest from early i think these are some of the common themes that i've come across <laughs> no absolutely absolutely man no for those that are listening man um as Jax has just said, if that's you thinking about things that you wish you would have um, known when you were younger, do let us know, man, because it does inspire us for future episodes as well. But I'm um, also a massive shout out to you wherever you are listening um, to this on as well. Um, Jax, today we are we've we're going to be talking about a, a term called lifestyle creep, um, and we've mentioned it directly and indirectly. We've linked it into other episodes as well, but today we're going to probably have a bit more of a focus on it and understand. Well, take a deep dive into you know what it is um, and how how it's relevant to the everyday individual. Um, so, Jax, I'm gonna, I guess, yeah, let's kick it off in terms of lifestyle creep. What does that actually mean? It sounds a bit, you know creep <laughs> it sounds like a horror movie yeah <laughs> yeah so 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 lifestyle creep um is actually also known as lifestyle inflation i think uh, americans use the term lifestyle inflation a bit more and essentially what it is is where you know as you get older um as you earn more income what happens is you slowly start to increase your expenses um and you start to increase um the money you spend to improve your lifestyle and the reason why it's called um, lifestyle inflation is because it's inflated, you start to, to spend more. The reason why it's called lifestyle creep and why probably the term lifestyle creep is a bit more um, of a thing is because a lot of people don't realize how it happens because it can be quite subtle. 
it can be quite subtle. You don't actually see it coming. Um, it, it starts off very small. So, hey, you've, you've just got a new pay rise. So, you know, you was earning uh, 30K and now you're earning 40K or, you know, you was earning uh, 45K and now you're earning 50, 60K. You're now in a new tax bracket. So, you know, you believe that you can, you know, afford the better things in life. So it could be that, hey, you want to buy a new car. You want to, um, you know, uh, eat at more expensive restaurants. And I think that the thing about lifestyle creep is you can always justify it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is, of, of course, reason to improve your lifestyle especially your standard of living especially when you are getting pay raises pay rises but i think what's dangerous is what comes with it and how um it can slowly slowly actually creep up on you to the point where you can actually be you know get to a stage where you're actually spending more than what you're earning hmm. and, and and that's crazy that because i'm me so i'm someone that's been budgeting for years right? and i can look back at my earliest days when i was budgeting earlier in my in, in my career and when I look back at that, I remember I was actually, yes, I wasn't, you know, living lavishly or anything like that, but I was all right. But when I look back on it and I think right now, I could never live how I used to live back then. What has happened? Like, it's just so, as you said, uh, you, the more you earn, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to save more and we'll do this. But all of a sudden, no, like what has happened? Because I, I can tell you now, I cannot live on what I was earning <laughs> about 10 years ago, but I remember I was okay. <laughs> Because the thing is, it's incremental. And, you know, on this podcast, we, we talk about uh, the power of compounding, right? Um, often known as compound interest as well, where sometimes the small little changes, but given enough time, uh, what happens is the small, small habits and changes become big, huge um, things. They become a big, huge impact in your life. And that's what's happened, you know, if, if you've done something slowly, but slowly and surely over time, it becomes big. And you look back and you realize, actually, I've come so far from where I was before or something has completely changed even though the journey was incremental and I think that's the thing um what's happened is yeah you know you've improved your standard of living which we think is good but you have to be very careful that as you are improving your standard of living and and your lifestyle that you don't do it in a way that actually harms you because Mm. I will go as far as to say why why I prefer the the term lifestyle creep it's because sometimes what happens is, Peter, let's let's use an example. You know, you want to buy a house, for example, and you look at your budget and your earnings and you realize, hey, do you know what? I can afford to buy a pr- pretty decent one bedroom flat in this, you know, pretty cool place or, or two bedroom flat a bit further out, et cetera. Um, but then all of a sudden you have your, you know, your yearly review, uh, you get a bonus, you get a pay rise and you, you realize, actually, I want to get a bigger house. Right. Mm. I want to get, I want to get, I don't even want a flat anymore. I want a house, I want a three bedroom house, et cetera. And it may cost me an extra 30K, but that 30K is actually uh, equal to the increase that you've had. So you might have had a bonus of 20K and a pay rise of 10K, for example's sake. What people don't understand is that 30K rise does not hit your bank account as 30K, first mm. and foremost, because it goes through the taxation system. But what, even what's even more important right that's not so obvious and again why i say the term lifestyle creep is probably a better term is when you move from buying that that house to sorry that flat to the bigger house with the bigger garden what you don't realize is it comes with extra hidden costs Mm. you know so now your bigger house needs 
to be heated more, right? So you need to spend more on your heating. You may need a gardener, for example, these little things. And it adds up. So the actual increase in cost that you thought you, you had done, which was fine mathematically, what you don't know is it's compounded be, because of the other things that come of it as well. Mm. That's what can easily you know hurt people. I'll give another example, Peter. You buy, uh, you've gone from, let's say, I don't know, a, a, a Japanese type of car, I don't know, a Honda or, or Toyota or something like that, to, uh, let's say, a German car. Here in the mm. UK, we call it German whips. Um, and it, the actual cost difference may not be that high. But what you don't realize is we need to change those car tires or those car parts. It can cost you like two grand, mm. right? But you didn't foresee that you only saw the you know the change between the actual price of the, of the thing you were buying and that's where people need to be really 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 careful and 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 no that's so interesting and it could really apply to as you said it can apply to quite a range of things into and sometimes it's those smaller things but those smaller things add up so yes yes uh, i'll give you another example that you know uh, may really highlight things for our listeners uh, myself and my wife were having a conversation with another couple about, you know, just generally in the future when we have kids, etc. Would we want to send them to, let's say, a private school? Right now, we I grew up in a low income family. I went to we went to the same school actually, so we went to state school, etc. Um, and 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 what my wife was saying is, you know, even if you can afford the cost of of you know sending your children to private school, which is quite expensive. What a lot of people who have, you know, just recently come into money, for example, or recently just started earning a decent income. What they don't realize is by your child even going to that private school, they have lifestyle cream. Mm. Because now the friends that they have, for example, are not the standard friend who don't mind just going away to a small uh, restaurant for for their birthday. Now you have uh, your child mingling with other children. Um, who want to go on a ski trip to to, <laughs> to somewhere expensive just for their birthday. Yeah. And you have to fund that, right? But that's not something you were able to anticipate, right? Because that cost is an external cost. It's an additional cost that's come with just sending your child into a place where the lifestyle is different. And it's these things that many people don't see and anticipate coming. And you almost feel like you have to keep up, right? And th- th- well, lifestyle creep and keeping up with the Joneses are cousins. They come hand in hand. Yeah. Because yeah. the moment you start uh, creeping, you then always feel like you have to keep up. You have to keep up. And sometimes it's not even just keeping up with the Joneses. Sometimes it's keeping up with yourself, mm. right? Because you've already started something and you want to keep it up because now um, you may have set a certain standard that people, you know, identify you as. Maybe it's the clothes that you wear. Maybe it's the car that you drive, hmm. etc. And you have to keep that up in order to keep what you believe mm. maybe your dignity and and self worth, for example. Hmm. Deep. And we will obviously talk about how you know. I mean, I, we find ourselves in these situations, and we can talk a bit about how one can get out of it if we're facing it or are deep in in lifestyle inflation. But one thing I was going to say is. Whenever you experience things like a pay rise or a bonus or whatever it might be, for some reason, even on that very day you receive it, you will always find a place to spend it. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> what you didn't know you needed to spend money on, yeah, it becomes <laughs> it becomes right in front of your face when you get a pay rise. Yeah, and you don't you even have it. breathing space to save that pay rise. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, right? Now, now your, your head is inflated, not just your money, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's it's it is really just one of those things. And interestingly, um, the phrase that I always use is if you don't find a home for money, um, it, it will find somewhere to go it will find its own way right so 
it's very interesting when we talk about you know getting pay rises and not being intentional as to what we're going to do with it if we don't like you said we will end up finding a way to spend it Mm. um, and often not in a very intentional way and and when it comes to our personal finances and we've alluded to it a bit but i guess essentially what are the consequences i mean you know we've established some of the the actual actions that we make when it comes to lifestyle creep are not exactly wrong or or bad or anything, but it's how we got there and it's through lifestyle creep. So buying a new car is not a bad thing, right? But yeah. what made you buy that new car? And are you watching your behaviours behind this and how it's affecting your whole personal finance journey? So let's talk a bit about this. How can lifestyle creep actually affect you and your future? Well, I, I think the most important thing is, you know, being being unable to anticipate it and not knowing about it until it actually hits you. I think the biggest consequence is that you can very quickly find yourself in a place where you're living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, we often hear that, you know, many stats here in the UK and the US and across the world of how many people are unable to, to save even the smallest amount of money um, per, per, per month or, or per year or just have savings in general. And, you know, we ask yourself, how, how is that possible when people can be earning six figures, for example? And a lot of the time it is lifestyle creep and it happens to the best of us. Um, and actually, you know, we did an episode where we we're talking about athletes, you know, and how we, you could be rich and all of a sudden become become broke. And it's the same thing. Right. We had a special guest um, on the show where he was talking about his football journey mm-hmm. and he was talking about basically, essentially, he was talking about lifestyle creep. That's essentially mm. what he was talking about. And what can really happen is, you know, for a very short time, you may think that you're living a great life. And, um, you know, again, Lifestyle Creep has many cousins. One is keeping off the Joneses. The other one is, maybe not, this one is not even a cousin. This one is an identical brother or sister, <laughs> which is which is essentially instant gratification, mm. right? So, so, you know, all the consequences that come with instant gratification, all the consequences that come with keeping up the Joneses also come with lifestyle creep. Um, so we have to be very mindful of it. Um, and I think in order to solve the issue, um, and I'm kind of jumping a gun here, but I can't really help myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, is, is, you know, we have to be aware of it. You know, awareness, you know, if you're aware of something, I always say once you know better, you can do better. And, mm. and, you know, and I normally say that, you know, and uh, prevention is also better than cure. So for me anyway, and by the way, I think most of us have been victims of lifestyle. Absolutely. It's, it's more about, you know, the extent to which it affects your life. Mm. I think the key thing always comes back to what we say, which is really having a spending plan and having a budget in place. Mm. And for me, when, you know, when we do get pay rises, for example, I, I do believe that is an opportunity to treat yourself. I do mm. believe so. Right? It's, it's your hard work that's been rewarded, but it has to be done with intent. Mm. And I think for me, the best way to be intentional is to plan mm. and to really consider your priorities. And if, you know, unless you put pen to paper sometimes, um, like we were saying earlier, if you don't do that, you just end up finding a way to spend the money and you won't actually feel the real benefit of that money because everyone's individual. I'm different. I'm different to you, Peter. Peter, you're different mm. to me. And that even the money that we want to spend, the, the marginal increase that we've had that we want to spend on ourselves, I might spend on something completely different from you and, mm. and, and derive a different type of utility. So for me, it's really about um, knowing that lifestyle creep exists mm. and being 
trying to prevent it as best as you can by actually having spending plans and a very um a very a, a high quality budget i'll say mm. It's the order at which we do things, right? So the the right way is being proactive and planning for if you are going to be getting a pay rise this year or a bonus, if this happens in four months' time, what can I do right now to even start preparing for that? So if I want to change a part of my lifestyle for whatever reason, how can I better plan for that rather than, oh, today my manager called me into the office, I got a pay rise. Um, okay, what what can I spend my money on? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if you are someone who, for example, um, works in a role that you do get bonuses, for example, like myself, uh, bonuses are a part of our kind of pay package. Um, I already know <laughs> before it comes what I'm most likely going to do with my with my um, with my bonus. Which, um, to be transparent, majority of the time, my bonus goes uh, straight into um, paying off any debts that I have if I have any debts. Um, which I often don't. So it normally goes into my stocks and shares ISA, right? Um, and it's usually invested across the year. So even though, uh, you know, if, if it's if it's five grand, for example, that will go into my stocks and shares ISA and I'll divide that by 12 and I'll, div- and I'll invest that, you know, per, per month. That's how I would do it. Um, that's how I've done it in the past, but in more recent times, what I've also done is I've taken 25% of that and I've actually treated myself. So that, you know, I actually feel the benefit of that bonus, not just for my future sake, but for my current self as well. And the key thing is you knew you was going to do that beforehand. Precisely, precisely. Exactly. And I, and I think that's the, yeah, the key thing, man. Um, and, and, and you mentioned we've done an episode where we were talking about athletes. Um, for our listeners, if you haven't heard that episode, check out episode 113. It's called Why So Many Professional Sports People Declare Bankruptcy After Retirement. Do check that out. Mm-hmm. And also we made reference to when we had um, a football coach, um, Teng Deng, who's a football coach at Peterborough. And he came on... Um, um, and you can check that out. It's a couple of parts, but part one is episode 97 and it's called From Sudan to the UK with football coach Teng Deng. So do check that out as well. But now, Jacks, man, yeah, lifestyle creep is deep, man. But hopefully we demystified it a bit and just, you know, spoke a bit about, you know, what we can do to um, get out of it. Well, um, avoid it really. But is any any further thoughts in terms of what we can do to avoid it and to make sure it doesn't happen to us or no longer? Or if we are quite deep into it right now, what can we do? Yeah, some people are deep in it, let's deep, be honest. Deep, huh? It happens. <laughs> and, and as I said, the majority of us um, experience a, a level of lifestyle creep. I think what's important, you know, and we're going to keep repeating the same terms over and over again, because that's what governs um, good financial behavior, which is intentionality and proactivity. And I think for me, where I've had to be even aggressive or intense with my intentionality and proactivity is uh, comes down to what I consume as well. So what, what I find, especially nowadays, as someone who, you know, um, has progressed in my career and is earning a decent income and I've had... I've had pay rises, et cetera, is the more I consume when it comes to advertisements on social media, for example, the more I want to spend on those things. And the thing is the mind can play tricks on you, right? It tells me, hey, Jax, you can actually afford to do this right now, okay? Um, so it could be as simple as, uh, you know, <laughs> following a few pages that um, are all about holidays and stuff. And all of a sudden I want to go on mm-hmm. this holiday and this holiday and this holiday. And 
I think again the scary thing is you justify or I justify mm. by saying I can actually afford this nominally like I've mm. actually got a cash for it um but when I notice that it comes down to a point where I said you know what I need to really remove some of this uh some of these pages away from 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 you know um my consumption or even if I do follow them I make sure I don't consume their content as much because as, as I said you know the thing is the, one of the hardest thing is knowing that you desire something and I said instant gratification is the twin brother of lifestyle creep hmm. you really really uh desire something and then someone advertises it to you and you know you've got the money in the bank for it because you've just had a pay rise or bonus it's extremely hard to then say hey actually um I'm not going to do it for whatever sake I also feel like it's important to have your priorities in place um, and, you know, we always talk about having financial plans and doing financial reviews. I think when you have these in place, it allows you to remain steady. Mm. It allows you to um, look to your, your budgets and your spending plans and your, fin- your finances to say, do you know what, even if I want to do this, can I do it while still accounting for the things that I need to account for? Am I still... Uh, contributing towards my pension, contributing towards my stocks and shares. ISS. Am I still paying down debt? Mm. And if I'm still doing these things, does this pay rise, you know, uh, allow me to spend and still, you know, continue doing these things? That's something that's really important to consider. Or um, better yet, can you use your pay rises and your bonuses, look at it and then differentiate what it can do and actually give it a job? So again, if you are getting, let's say, 10 grand for them for me to make maths easy, you can say, okay, two grand is going to go here, two grand is going to go here, divided by five, for example, and then split into different things. Hmm. These are the things that we need to do intentionally. And I would even go as far as saying, if it's a pay rise, immediately you want to set up a new financial plan. Immediately you want immediately. to sit down. Immediately. <laughs> you want to sit down. Uh, if you've got a partner, you want to sit down and, you know, address your financial review address your budget and recreate automation streams so that mm. now the payers that you've had um everything else has also increased percentage wise so now you're mm. saving more uh, into your pension you're saving more into your social shares so you're paying down debt quicker um mm. and you're also enjoying life a bit better as well so it's a percentage game but it really comes down to that planning Hmm. I love that. I love that. And, and I love the bit on in terms of plan. I love the bit in terms of, you know, when we make decisions about what we're going to purchase or what um financial decisions we're going to make, understanding it goes beyond the nominal value, man. You know, every time, let's say, you know, if we're going on holiday for a £600 ticket or so, we know full well it's going to, wherever we budget it, we're probably going to spend a bit more because all sorts of stuff, you know, opportunities are on holiday, trips, treatments, all of that jazz whilst you're on holiday. But it's just really being realistic with yourself about what this is going to cost and helping that thing form your decision on whether you need to make that purchase or not. Absolutely, absolutely. Hmm, love it. Um, but now, Jets, man, we're going to give a shout out to where we're getting new listeners from. Um, and this is a recent one, actually. We've not had listeners in this area before. Um, and we've got quite a few, actually, um, a sudden influx. And we're not too sure how and why. But um, we're going to give a shout out to an area called Hells, sorry, Hells Owen, which is in Dudley in the West Midlands here in England. Come on. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I've, I've never heard of the area, uh, <laughs> I confess. Um, I know the East Midlands a bit better than the West Midlands. Of course, I am a Londoner. We are Londoners. But anyway, welcome to the Woke Finance Podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. 
on this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do, because Walt Finance is more than just a podcast, we do serve in the community here in the UK, head over to www.waltfinance.co.uk, sign up to our mailing list and keep updated with all the things that we are doing. And if you want to engage with us on our socials, we are predominantly on Instagram. That's at Walt Finance Team. So yeah, I hope you're enjoying the podcast and I hope to hear from you soon. Come on, come on, come on. Shout out to our listeners over in Hells Owen Dudley um, and our listeners all over the world, man. Um, those instructions that Jax gave, that also stands for you, man. Do um, hit like or give us a good rating whatever platform you're listening to leave a review if there's the ability to do so um as well but now jacks when we touched on you know um the hidden i guess the hidden power of lifestyle creep and how that can actually affect people in a negative way, way and um hopefully we've given some you know tips on what one can do to avoid it and how to get out of it if you are in it but just wanted to give this space to you see if there's anything else you wanted to add before i let you go no, I think I think I think we we've we've touched on it. Um, lifestyle creep is a real thing. It happens to the best of us. Um, and I think my solution is to be intentional and proactive to know that it exists. Um, and every time we get a pay rise or an influx of money, um, we have to be very uh intentional with how quickly we adjust our financial plans and adjust our our financial uh, budgets, etc., to account for these things so that things remain automated so that we can still achieve our long-term goals even quicker when we do get these uh, pay rises and bonuses. Um, and of course, we can increase our lifestyle and increase our standard of living guilt-free. And there we have it, the hidden power of lifestyle creep. Remember all, stay, stay woke.